my name's Lysphira Lindenbar, and if this is your first time tuning in, on this show, I give advice to any folks and creatures who may need it. Except for today, because someone, not naming names, of course, overestimated how many letters we have at the station and decided not to stop by the post office to pick up a new batch. No problem, I said. We can just take more calls on today's show. To which someone, again, keeping their identity anonymous, informed me that a big water spill last night knocked out some of the speaking plant vines, so we can't take any calls. Oh, some people might not know what a water spill is. For those who aren't familiar with the towering forest, in certain areas, we have groves of yellbaum trees. Yellbaums are these very tall trees with huge bucket-like leaves that collect rainwater. When a leaf gets full of water, it'll bend under the weight and spill the water to the ground. We call that a water spill, and I have personally experienced an inordinate amount of them, making me think that the yellbaum trees have it out for me for some reason. Every time we get a lot of rain, I always take an umbrella with me, just in case. Some of the towering forest rangers will climb trees or fly around, emptying yellbaum leaves in safe amounts before they get too full and dump water on innocent, unsuspecting wood elves like myself. But we had a few days of rain this week, and a lot of the yellbaum leaves filled up faster than the rangers could empty them, and I guess a bunch of them spilled on the station and knocked out some vines. Our station engineer, Fiel, is working on getting everything up and running again, but in the meantime, we have no way to take any calls. And because someone, really, I don't want to point fingers, didn't pick up the new letters from the post office, we can't give any advice either. So what now, Reuven? I mean, someone? Oh, forget it. Our station manager, Reuven,'s been digging around in his desk for the past five minutes trying to find any extra letters. I don't know how... Oh, ah! Reuven, I feel like we know each other well enough by now for you to know that I'm not good at catching things. Okay, what's this? Wait, are these letters? Dear Lysphira. Oh, these are the letters where people are just asking questions, not for advice. Okay, this could be something. Should I read these? Reuven's gone back to his newspaper, which I'm going to take as a go-ahead from him. Okay, uh, this first letter is from Jamie Skye. Jamie writes... Dear Lysphira, if you had to describe yourself, what do you look like? Definitely not planning to draw you. Ooh, what do I look like? Um, hmm. Okay. Reuven, do we have a mirror in here? No? Why doesn't this radio station have any mirrors? Okay, uh, I'll try to go for memory, I guess. Um, my hair is sort of brownish-red, but sometimes it turns kind of purplish when it's really cold. Oh, and one time I ate some overcooked niche pin and it turned my hair green for a few days, but that was a while ago. Right now my hair is curly because we're in a wet season. It tends to straighten out in drier seasons, or one time when I accidentally touched a lightning frog. And it's pretty long. Not as long as my best friend Raydra's. She keeps hers up and a bunch of braids to stay out of her face. Usually I just put mine in a centaur's tail and call it a day. Oh, what else, what else? Boy, I wish I had a mirror right now. Oh, my eyes are brown. Uh, Reuven, what color are my eyes? Can you come over here? Okay, Reuven's refusing to help, but I am 99% sure that they're brown. 97% sure. I am 85% sure that my eyes are some shade of brown. Other than that, I mean, ever met a wood elf? Pointy ears, kind of a rounded nose. That's me. Whew, that was more stressful than any advice I've ever given. 
Hope that helped. Moving on. This next letter comes from Kells the Sleep Sheep Rancher. Kells writes, Dear Miss Vera, Long-time listener, first-time letterer. I was wondering if we'll ever get to hear anything from or more about Rufin. While he's the manager, he's mentioned so much that he feels like a part of the show. Smiley face. <gasps> Rufin, you have fans! Come say something to your fans. Please, for the fans. Rufin's very shy. But he's definitely blushing right now. He thinks he's hiding it behind his newspaper, but I can see the tips of his ears from over the top. Okay, I'll move on. But I'll make sure to continue keeping everyone up to date on how Reuven's doing, now that I know he has fans. This letter is from Izzy Draymond. Izzy writes, Dear Lesphira, what are some good spellbook recommendations for a witch on a budget? Hmm. Well, I'm not personally a spellcaster, so I don't have any specific knowledge about spellbooks, but I remember my brother Lenroll telling me once about his wizard friend who taught themselves magic. This friend didn't have the patience for school and wanted to just teach themselves, but didn't want to buy a bunch of fancy spellbooks. So they went to a nearby magic school at the end of the term and found a dumpster where students were throwing out stuff as they moved out of their dorms. Before the school emptied the dumpster with a disappearing spell, Len's friend jumped in and found a bunch of barely used spellbooks. Which is mind-boggling to me, because who throws out perfectly good books? But it worked out for the friend, and they got a bunch of fancy spellbooks for free. So, if you're not opposed to dumpster diving and live near a magic school, maybe try that out. If you are opposed to dumpster diving, or can't find the ones you want, libraries are also an excellent resource. See what kind of spellbooks your library has. This next letter comes from Author Flan. Author writes, Dear Lesphira, what is the most curious fruit you've seen in the towering forest? Ooh, the most curious fruit. I don't know. I feel like I'm used to all the fruit here, so I don't know if I've ever seen one that's strange to me. I will say, one time I was harvesting butterfruit from my mom's garden when suddenly one of them tried to bite me and then ran away. Well, it kind of rolled away. Anyway, I'm not sure what that actually was, but I don't think it was a butterfruit. But it was pretty curious. This next letter is from Kevin. Kevin writes, Dear Lesphira, how did Greflon get its name? Oh, I definitely learned about that in history class. Oh, but do I remember? Isn't Grevlon... Reuven, do you know this? Uh, he's ignoring me. Okay, but wasn't there... Oh, yes, yes, I remember. Okay. So the story is that a long, 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 long time ago, this land was home to a creature called the Grieve. I don't remember much about the creature other than it was huge and scary and no one wanted to live here because of it. And folks named it Grievelon because lawn is land in ancient... Uh, Dorvish, I think? So basically it was called Grieveland. Eventually the Grieve disappeared and folks and creatures started moving to Grievelon. And I guess over the years, people just started saying Grevlon instead. Boom! Nailed that. And Miss Savale said I didn't pay attention in class. I really did like history class, though. It was probably my favorite class. But only the not boring stuff, like stories about ancient giant creatures who had things named after them. Okay, this next letter is from... Oh, Kevin again. Or another Kevin. No, this is the same handwriting. Same Kevin. Same Kevin writes... Dear Lesphira, what was your favorite class or subject in school? Oh, I just answered that. History. Boom again. I'm on a roll. All right, next letter. This next letter is from... 
Kevin, you've got a lot of time on your hands, my friend. This calligraphy is beautiful, though, and I like the question, so let's answer it. Kevin writes, Dear Lysphera, what is the most unusual project your brother took on as a traveling handyman? I wanted to answer this question because I want to make sure everyone knows that my brother Lenroll is so boring. Don't get me wrong, he tries to be interesting, like how he got that wrench that can turn into a sword, but when's a handyman gonna use a sword? Like, yes, he travels all over Grevlon, and yes, everywhere he goes, he becomes the most popular person in the room. And yes, one time, one time, he got a sphinx to stop blocking a village's water supply by offering it some new riddles to try out, but he's not that interesting. But to answer your question, I don't know, the Sphinx thing, I guess. This next letter might be from Kevin. Hang on. Nope, Kevin's all questioned out. This letter is from Annalie Donahue. Annalie writes, Dear Lysphera, have you ever had a fight with your brother? And if so, how did you two make amends? I always bake treats as an apology. My siblings want to know if you do the same. Okay, we're going to keep talking about Lenroll. It's a good question, though. Personally, baking is... Not my thing. And by that I mean I have been expressly banned from standing within two arms reach of the stove. Not even a regular arms reach. I have to stand at least the length of two arms away from the stove at all times. Usually if Lenroll wants to apologize for something, he just brings me an interesting looking rock or something. Or if I need something fixed, he'll just go fix it without telling me. And I usually just say sorry. I'm pretty good with my words, so saying apologized, oh, I mean, sorrying, saying, saying that the sorry, I, no, oh, never mind. This letter is from Zyanna, Princess of Pearl Curran. The princess writes, Dear Lysphera, I have to ask you for my curiosity strikes me. Why do you let Reuben toy with you and mess with you? I think he should be your servant, in a good way, and help you when you're in need. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Okay, so, Reuven, you have one fan and one princess who thinks you should be my servant. Thoughts? Okay, I'll let you mull it over. He's ignoring me. Um, thank you for the question, your highness. Um... Reuven and I have a great working relationship. And sure, sometimes he forgets to go to the post office, but he does do a lot for the show in the station. And honestly, I think I mess with him more than he does with me. Reuven. 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 <gasps> he looked up. Oh, he's gesturing that it's time for the sponsor. Thank you, Reuven. I appreciate everything you do for this show, and I would never ask you to be my servant, unless that's something you want. No? Okay. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, and we'll return to these questions after the break. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hey you, do you love Cousin Zelbin's levitating lozenges? Have you popped a lozenge in your mouth and enjoyed one of our six distinct flavors? Pemble fruit, birthday cake, hot chocolate, cold chocolate, upside down, or blue raspberry? After trying one of our delicious lozenges, did you start to feel weightless and begin floating off the ground? Have you been floating for a long time? Are you having trouble returning to the ground? If so, you may have eaten one of our recalled lozenges. If you're experiencing these symptoms, hang on tight to something sturdy and contact your nearest charm breaker to reverse the lozenges effects. 
Customers who purchase the recalled product are encouraged to return it to the place of purchase for partial product reimbursement. Have a Zappy's Elven day. And we're back with Dearless Vera. Let's keep it going with these letters. This letter is from Cherie. Cherie writes, Dearless Vera, I'm an artist and was curious what you look like in case I wanted to doodle you. Oh, dear. So, how would you describe your basic appearance? Uh, Follow-up question. What's your favorite bodily feature you have? Oh, I feel really sweaty. Reuven, do I look sweaty right now? Also, do I have to answer this question again? Did you find a mirror? They got the idea of what I look like, right? Oh, okay. But to answer your follow-up question... Huh. My favorite bodily feature... Um, I like my knees. I feel like as far as knees go, they're pretty good. Solid. Dependable. Namor's alive. I really can't talk about my appearance, huh? I'm gonna move on. Hopefully that answered your question. This letter is from A. A writes, Dear Lisfira, can you introduce us to your family and friends more? Like share some things about them or your favorite memory with them? Oh, Sure. Well, I think I've talked more than enough about Lenril already, and he's boring, so... My best friend Raedra is awesome. She's good at literally everything she tries as soon as she tries it. A few weeks ago, she was like, I want to learn how to weave baskets. Which I think was partially because her aunt told her she should find a calming activity to do when she gets worked up about something, which happens a lot. Anyway, she took one basket weaving class, and then three days later she showed up at my door with this giant basket in her arms. I was convinced that she had just bought one to play a trick on me, but nope, she made it. Rachel's also one of the best flautists in the Towering Forest, but I think she's semi-retired from that now. The life of a musician can be rough, especially when you've broken the batons of half the conductors in the Towering Forest. Actually, one of those broken batons was my fault, but mine was an accident. It doesn't matter, though, because, like I said, she's good at everything she tries, and she's still finding new things to be good at. Okay, who else? Um, oh, my moms. They're great. I don't know, they're just moms. Aerith, who we call Mama, she's very organized and logical. She was actually the one who suggested I see if the radio station would let me have a show. Honestly, I think she just wanted me to get out of the tree more. Well, it worked. Phelan, Mom, is so creative. She has a huge garden in our backyard that she takes care of and gives away a lot of the produce she grows. Oh... Maybe it was her idea for me to start the show. Oh, no, I remember. She suggested I set up a booth at the market offering free advice to people. It was Mama's idea for me to take the idea to the radio station. So, a team effort. This next letter comes from Sock Monkey Mike. Sock Monkey Mike writes, Dear Lisfira, If you had to be one animal for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? Oh, that's a good question. My Jeepler friend TJ seems to have a pretty nice life, so maybe I'd be a Jeepler. They just sit around all day, looking like a rock, sunbathing, and eating honey and fry nuts. But they can also move really fast when no one's watching them. I don't really know about the whole growing gigantic during a double moon thing, though. That sounds like it'd be a little freaky. But I guess if I was a Jeepler, I'd just be used to it. TJ didn't seem freaked out when it happened to them. So yeah, I guess I'd be a Jeepler. The next letter comes from Luan. Luan writes... Dear Lisfira, is there any place in the towering forest that you just hate or fear for no particular reason? Yes. But 
I've been told not to speak poorly about our beautiful forest, so instead I'll talk about a place I love. I love the Chattering Grove. There are these enchanted talking trees that are just so neat. I love how they just talk, talk, talk while having absolutely no moral compass or regard for the feelings of the people they talk to. I also think it's super cool how they manage to mention every one of my insecurities every time I forget to stuff my ears with wax during my commute to the radio station. And I think it's so terrible that some people have tried to cast silencing curses on the trees. I'm incredibly relieved that it's never stuck. And I pray to Namrus that no one ever tries that ever again. Especially a stronger magic caster who might actually get the curse to stick. Fingers crossed that never happens. Note that I am not crossing my fingers. Oh, there's also this wildflower meadow that I'm afraid of for no reason. Can't explain it. I just don't go there. The flowers are just too flowery. This next letter comes from Ham. Ham writes, Dear Lysphera, what's your favorite thing to do in the towering forest? Ooh, let me think. Um... Oh, well, I love Favern's Books and Scrolls. They have an amazing collection of books. And scrolls, but I'm not really a scrolls gal. I also like going for walks in the Wandering Maze. It's this really beautiful field of tall grass that creates a path for you as you walk. And when you're ready to leave, the grass senses it and makes you a path out. Sometimes I don't even realize I've started to get tired from walking and then realize that the grass has already led me out. You know, it's so nice that the towering forest has some enchanted plants with your best interests at heart. Can't say the same for other enchanted plants we have here. This next letter comes from Katris Elitov. They write, Dear Lysphira, what things do you or other people in the towering forest like to do during the summer? Oh, um, oh, this is kind of touristy, but I do enjoy going to the Towering Forest Waterfall, especially on really hot days. It was actually closed recently because a giant aglin went too far downstream and swam over the edge. Then, apparently, it took a liking to the water pressure of the falls, and it took the rangers five days and one powerful levitating spell to get it back upstream. But now the falls are open again, and I've heard that the residual aglin smell isn't that bad. The next letter comes from Maya Vlitiskis. Vegan Vampire. I wonder if that's a full name or just a title thing. Anyway, Maya writes, Dear Lysphira, what would you prefer doing between working as a professional damsel in distress or a magical cartographer? Also, how are your moms doing? Oh, my moms are great, thanks. Mom recently entered a contest with the giant mushroom she was growing in her garden and she won third place. Thankfully, she was perfectly happy with third place so we didn't end up in a time trap. Also, I don't think she'd know how to do that anyway. And mom is also doing well. She's actually been talking about possibly running for Grove Council, which is a group of people who make decisions and stuff for our part of the forest to make things better. I think she'd be great for it. If she does end up running, vote for Aerith Omadia. As for your first question, hmm, a professional damsel in distress or an R cartographer? Well, both sound super interesting and both also require you to travel a lot. I always say I'd like to see more of Greflon one day. I guess I'll have to go with Damsel in Distress, only because I'm not the best artist, and I think that our cartographers have to be able to draw all of those mountains and rivers and stuff. But I definitely have to work on my acting skills to be a good Damsel in Distress. One time I auditioned for a play at school, and I really wanted to be the tree, but I got cast as a brave adventurer instead. Oh, the play was about the tree. 
I didn't have any lines as the brave adventurer. My audition was not great. Oh, we've made it to the last letter. This letter is from Jankle the... Jankle writes, Dear Liz Vera, what is the radio station's mascot? Ooh, I don't think we have a mascot. We absolutely should have a mascot. Honestly, I think our mascot should be Devi the Dust Devil. If it wasn't for her complete and utter destruction of our last station, we wouldn't be in this station today. If anyone can help me get a hold of a giant dust devil suit, I promise I will do everything in my power to get Reuven to wear it. And that's all for our letters. Thank you to everyone who wrote in. That was really fun. And a bit stressful at times, but still fun. Thank you, as always, for listening to Dear Lisfira. Next up we have... The ambient sounds of a marketplace during its slow time. Ooh, that actually sounds kind of relaxing. I might tune in for that. I'll talk to you all again real soon. But in the meantime, keep your chin up and keep asking questions. Bye! A quick special message from Katie. Hi, everyone. Thank you again to everyone who submitted questions for this episode. I knew this month was going to be super busy for me, so I decided to do a Q&A episode because I knew it would take less time, and I still only finished it just under the wire. On top of that, I literally got sick at the end of the month. I am sick right now, ironically, considering last episode where Lisvera was sick. So everything's just been like a mess, but having these questions and just being able to answer them made it all so much easier. So thank you so much. I really appreciate knowing that so many people care enough about the show to want to be a part of it by submitting questions. And of course, I know that there are others who also care about the show who didn't submit questions. I appreciate you too. I appreciate you all. Thank you so much. All right, back to you, Nicole. Thank you for listening to Dear Lisfira, which was created, written, and edited by Katie Siegel. Lisfira and the sponsor were voiced by Katie Siegel. And I'm Nicole. Hi! If you enjoy the show and want to help it grow, please take a minute to leave a kind review on Apple Podcasts. You can also rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you do, Katie will tear up. That's 100% true. She tears up at every kind review. For more Dear Lisfira, check it out at Dear Lisfira on TikTok. You can also follow at Dear Lisfira on Twitter and Instagram or don't. Live your life. Bye!